This episode of a Top 3 Podcast is brought to you by our friends over at the Rat Hour with Rat Boy. It's your one-stop shop for discussions about this season's seasonal candle lineup, interviews with Dwayne Johnson's biceps, and detailed analysis of cryptocurrency trends. And just for you listeners, I'll give you a sneak peek of what's going on on this week's episode of the Rat Hour. Check this out. I see you don't have a lifeguard here at your beach. I'm not at the beach, this is a bathtub. Huh, well, I'm not so sure what that's all about. I guess we'll have to tune in to the full episode of The Rat Hour with Rat Boy. Find it wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Tube Podcast Network. Alright, let's start the show. And uh, this, uh, this is a top three podcast. Three, two, What's up, everybody? We are a top three podcast where we honor the time old tradition of listing our favorite things and arguing about it. Today's topic is top three cartoon animals. Before we start, if you want to support the show, please tell your friends. Again, if your friends tell you to stop recommending things to them, ignore that shit. Tell them about a top three podcast. Leave post it notes on their door. You sound like a serious every like this should be a thing where it just gets more and more demented. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Tell tell your friends. Like it doesn't matter if they like lock the door or threaten yeah. to call the police. Like you tell them. Yeah, tell them. Leave post it notes on their car. Um, I don't know. Key key it into the side of their car. A top three podcast. Do what you got to do to spread the word. Uh, Show up at their us... kids' school. You know whatever yeah. you need to do. Guys. Yeah, exactly. Oh, that was a good book uh, right there. If they have a, a if they if they have a pet bird, teach it to say a top three podcast. Whatever it takes. <laughs> this is killing me. That's awesome. <laughs> and if um, it won't say it, you kill it and you leave it in their bed. Yeah. Send them <laughs> a message. Obviously. Um, after you do all that, give us a rating and review, follow our social media pages at a top three podcast, where we, um, we'll post our episodes and we can chat about our picks. And if you, uh, want to participate in the show, keep your eyes out for our call for listener responses on Thursdays. So again, our topic today is top three cartoon animals. I am Dave Jackson joined today by Aaron Angle. I, I'm still laughing from Alan, like, killing somebody's pet and leaving it in their bed. <laughs> like, yeah, godfather move. Suggestion. Uh, by the way, <laughs> sup? Uh, Alan Nichols. Hi, everybody. I really won't kill your pet. Are you guys sure you can trust him? Absolute silence from the rest of the uh, pod, Alan. I think that's <laughs> And also joined by fan favorite Bloodbath McGrath. Now, here's a funny story. When I was about two years old, we had a pet bird, and apparently, according to legend, I killed it because it made me mad, and I went and I got a plunger, and I hit it, and it died. (laughs) It's like according to legend. Like, people have passed out this story forever. Yeah. (laughs) Great intro, Bloodbath. I couldn't find a hammer. My weapon of choice. <laughs> but I got a plunger. Yeah. 
Great start, fellas. I'm crying. So, this is very so funny to me. Absolutely. So again, our topic today is our top three animals in cartoons. Uh, we're keeping this to movie, like animated cartoons. Uh, so comics are out. If you're choosing Garfield for this topic, uh, you are using the animated version of Garfield, for example. Um, now Not we had a bit of Bill Murray. <laughs> well, Common I'm glad mistake. you mentioned that because. I would not consider the CGI version of Garfield to be a cartoon, which we talked about a little bit um, in the the week leading up to this uh, recording here. I don't consider CGI to be a cartoon. I consider cartoons to be things like the animated Garfield, the animated Batman. That's cartoons to me, you know, like Looney Tunes and shit. Um, I don't know how you guys feel, but um, all of my picks... And I, a sneak peek for our listener responses, all of their picks are also like cartoon cartoons. Like Pixar is out, CGI is not a part of this in my in my head. Uh, yeah, I mean we had a we had a conversation about this a little bit in in the the group chat or whatever it is. I get the green room, is that what we're calling it? In the green room. Um and uh I, I just don't know what else you call it. I guess I guess they both fall under the broader category of animation. But you know, you're going to if you're going to watch like Finding Nemo or Toy Story, you're watching a cartoon. You aren't watching like an animation or a CGI. You're watching a cartoon. I um, could so not, that's kind could of not how disagree I look with you topic. more. What I will say is I will use uh, what Dave says all the time is if you go on Google and search for top cartoon animals, like a lot of them are from the CGI movies. Like I really only brought it up because there's one that I really want to say, but then I forgot that person also did a regular cartoon character voice. And then I remembered they were awesome. So I was able to supplement it like pretty easily, but there was one character that I was like, it's very sad that I can't talk about this character because they are so great. And I will mention them later on. Fair enough. Well, I mean, we, we have our disagreement, but um, I don't know. Well, the worst we'll thing that box. It'll be fine. The worst, yeah. The worst thing that happens is uh, we all end up hating each other and never speak again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, if we were going to bare knuckle box though, I feel like I got to get some sort of advantage. Dave has like a, four foot reach advantage over me <laughs> also giant hands he slapped me one time as a joke and it like i was like looking out of my ear hole it was like he he like cracked me man i <laughs> we say that but i remember one time i sparred with alan when we were in high school or something like at the y or some shit and he beat the shit out of me so alan's a bulldog he played defensive end bro like yeah, if alan's alan. if alan's bones weren't made of glass i would be scared of him Dave, you oh. also punched me once at a party when we were drinking in college, and like how my heart didn't stop right there. Dude, like, I remember I that. Did. Punched I me punched in the chest. I bloodbath directly in I the heart. I deserved it. Like right in the heart. Yeah. Yeah. No, 100% deserved promise. it. Not not upset by any means. I don't means, remember what like, you did to deserve it, though. What did you do? You remember? Uh, I think I was. I think I was on. I think I was on your balcony, and you were on the on the ground. You were having a big party. And I don't know. I think I was trying to get your attention. So I think I poured. Oh, yeah. Of my beer. That's right. And Dave walked up and punched you in the directly in the heart. Right in the heart. Yeah. Yeah. I think Bloodbath just has a really soft sternum. You know? No, dude. Dave Dave puts some. He does a touch. He puts some. 
He put some pepper on that man. It was I, no, it was I did. Strong. I like I like you like swiveled my hips and shit. Like shifted my weight in that. Yeah, it was yeah. A, like that was, was like a real, perfect, perfect a punch. real yes. punch. Yeah, yeah. Like put your weight into it, man. And I deserve yeah, it. I'm not, I'm not mad about that. You you did. I remember I was there the whole time. You did not mean to pour the drink on him. Dave came up not caring whether or not you meant to punch you in the heart before you had a chance to talk. Very, very funny moment. As uh, as yeah. as best friends do. Um. All right. Is what let's, it is. Uh, let's get into our topic here. I'll get us started with my number three, which is a, a classic cartoon. Maybe if you did an hour count of like how much I watched of like different cartoons when I was a kid, this might be number one. And it is Scooby Doo. Scooby Doo is my uh, number three uh, favorite cartoon animal. Just, uh, I mean, just like a when you're a little kid, like a dog that like talks the way Scooby Doo does is very funny like like stumbling his way into solving these like terrible mysteries with his stoner buddy um mashing sandwiches heavy mashing sandwiches so many snacks like he's got it all figured out like you don't have to work that hard you'll eventually you'll eventually solve the murders or whatever (laughs) scooby-doo ate those like (laughs) two foot tall sandwiches yes yeah high them down with one bite yeah he ate them vertically like he like <laughs> made, unhinged his jaw like a snake and fucking ate the whole thing at once. What I will say, I'm gonna say this real quick. I do not like any of those old ass cartoons like that. But uh, if I had to pick one that I like, I, I like watching. I didn't just absolutely hate. It, it was Scooby Doo. Like I, my mom watched that a lot when she was a kid, and kind of was just like, just sit down and watch Scooby Doo and leave me the fuck alone. And I'm just like, all right, cool. <laughs> <laughs> all right, mom. I guess so. Um. My uh, my sister growing up was a ridiculous Scooby Doo fan. Um, she so like we watched every like version of the TV show that was out at that time. So there's like seven or eight of them. Um, mm-hmm. all that's like when like the they started like doing these like direct to video like movies. Um, those came out. We watched all those. Like she was super into them. Um, she had this huge Scooby Doo phone. Like it was like Scooby and Shaggy, like in a house, and like it would ring and it would do this, like they would like move and stuff like this. It was, it was really neat. My sister loves Scooby Doo. Um, I love Scooby Doo too. Alan, do you remember in college, uh, we for whatever reason, like we we wanted to watch like the old, old, like 60s Scooby Doo for like whatever reason because like we thought there was a bunch of like. I don't know, innuendo or drug references or something about it. Oh, like, y'all we were just, just tripping. Oh, we thought there was something to it. So, like, yeah, we just, like, you know, we just got super stoned and watched uh, that old 1960s Scooby-Doo. And, like, I mean, it was fine, but, like, it just, I, mean, so, it, I don't know, it was, it was just kind of stupid. So if you're asking if I remember it, I do not. If you're asking if I'm surprised <laughs> by it, I am also not. Um, I, loved, I fucking love Scooby Doo. Um, that was my favorite show. Zoinks. Yeah, Zoinks is right. Uh, Scooby Doo is like my favorite cartoon growing up. I'm like Dave. I I watched I watched Scooby Doo all the time. Um, hours yeah. hours wise, Scooby Doo is definitely way up there. Probably yeah. similar. Bugs Bunny maybe like clinches it, but yeah, Scooby Doo for sure. Yep. Scooby's uh he's a good dog. He made me like really, really like Great Danes. Mm-hmm. Dude, what was his what was his cousin's name? 
real fast. I'm sorry. Scrappy. Uh, Scrappy dude. No, Scrappy's no, his, his nephew, nephew. but the, the dumb, blue one was his the big, the yeah. big dumb gray one. Yeah. Uh, I, I don't, don't remember. Don't remember. I'm going to Google it. Yeah. I think it's bloodbath. Yeah, bloodbath <laughs> do. It is. It is Scooby Dumb. Scooby Dumb. Everybody. Oh. Fucking ouch. <laughs> Fucking Scooby. ouch, dude. Somebody got paid to create that. Gooby Dumb lives with Ma and Pa Skillet in the Hokey Finoki Swamp of Southern Georgia. Dude. <laughs> so oh, yeah. Fucking way ouch. more backstory. Dude, what I'm gathering here thought. is that there is a world of Scooby Doo lore that needs to be explored under the influence. Under the influence. We'll have well, we can do a top three Scooby-Doo something. Yeah, top yeah. three top things. Three. Background lore details of the Scooby-Doo universe. <laughs> top three yeah. positions you want to have sex with Velma in. <laughs> hey, now. Family podcast. <laughs> all right, all right. Um, all right. Aaron, what's your I number I hope three? you say something now, Aaron, that we have to bleep out just because <laughs> we said that. You, this, and I'm going to, I'm going to say this, like, this is the least family podcast answer ever. Uh, my number three is going to be Lemmy Winks uh, from South Park. <laughs> All right. So for the uninitiated, uh, there are two characters on South Park, uh, Mr. Garrison and his uh, live-in boy, Mr. Slave. Um, and they're very, uh, sexually explorative. They do a lot of things. One of the things that Mr. Slave decides to do is put a gerbil up his own ass for, uh, sexual pleasure. And that gerbil, uh, was named Lemmy Winks. And there are a couple Lemmy Winks episodes, but basically what happens is Mr. Slave, uh, inserts Lemmy Winks into his asshole. And it's kind of like an old style, like Monty Python in the Holy Grail, like silly type adventure where it's Lemmy Winks trying to make his way through Mr. Slave's uh, small intestine uh, to eventually get out of his body. A great adventure is waiting Dave, for you ahead. Dave, I just, uh, I just want to interrupt real quick, Aaron. I didn't know this until I didn't know this until this last year. Um, that Lemon Weeks episode is a parody of the 1970s. Um, oh gosh, uh, Rankin Ball, uh, Lord of the Rings. Like, uh, yeah. if you if anybody's got <laughs> HBO Max, go back, go and watch it's an animated Lord of the Rings. The... one, yeah, dude. The yeah, <laughs> go back and go back and watch it. Life. The whole thing is that Man. song. They've just directly like parodied that song. That song's in the entire. Uh, movie uh, for this Lord, animated Lord of the Rings. That's exactly what they're parroting. I did not know this until this last year. Lem, let me wings, let me wings, let me wings. I so, am the katata fish. So, right. So, this is how, <laughs> let me, so I was thinking, I was like, cartoon animals, what could be one that I really stunned them with? And I was thinking the katata fish that, like, that popped into my head. And I was like, nah, that's not enough. Uh, but let me wings, and, and okay, so like the basis of Lemmy Winks is very silly, but the episodes that Lemmy Winks is in, which I think there are two, and also he's in the video game, are, what, are some of the best episodes of South Park to me. They're very, very, very funny. They do the old style, like a uh, medieval journey, like he's going through a tomb to find a treasure, and he runs into like the ghosts of other animals that Mr. Slave has put into his ass and didn't make it out of his small intestine. Uh, yeah. But just be, but so like it, it's, I, I understand it's really weird to be like, yo, so that's like your third favorite of all time. And I'm like, man, that animated character, like that animated animal has made me laugh 
harder than any other animated animal. Uh, and so I got to go number three, Lemmy Winks. Yeah, that song is really good. The Lemmy it's so Winks funny. song, it's so it, funny. The, that whole episode is perfect, man. It's a really good episode. Yeah, good call. Yeah, um, that's uh, that's a deep pick, Aaron. Like, good, good on you for sure. Um, I, I said, I told pick. you guys earlier, I was going to use it as my honorable mention, uh, but I was like, no, I I have to be the one to talk about because Le- I was like, well, obviously, like two other guys are going to pick Levy Wigs, and <laughs> so, but I was so I was like, I got to move it to my number three. Uh, so I could be the first one to talk about Lenny Wiggs. Oh, dude, I never would have thought. Based on your reaction, yeah, based on all of your reactions, I can I can see that like none of you would pick Lenny Wiggs, and I could have probably held off. But uh, oh, no. it, it does it does <laughs> make me laugh so 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 hard, and just conceptually, it's absolutely fucking ridiculous. It's like a thing about. I guess it's like a joke on like Richard Gere. I guess it's been like a rumor. It for is years that like he yeah, did that. it's completely not true too. But like. When you right. think about it, like, it's you know, physically when you, when you Richard Gere, it's one of the three things you think about. That's funny. I think about that episode all the time, dude. Not so much Lemmy Winks, but like the, the other story, the uh, like death camp of tolerance. Go, you must make your way through the small intestine. That's also one of those episodes during the time where like um, that period of South Park, especially for me. So it was like junior high, like the start of high school where it was that and like a couple other episodes that I was like, how are they like getting away with this? It was like, I think that it's the episode money, where they said baby. shit. It's yeah. the episode where they said shit a whole bunch. Then it's the Scott Tinnerman must die where Cartman makes him meet his parents. And then this episode, I remember watching, I was just like, how are they like, how are they getting away with this right now? Like, this oh, that, is they, like cause they bring, cause they bring it in that money, Alan, they bring it in all or Alan bloodbath. They're bringing in all that fucking money, dude. But yeah, Lemmy Wings, it's very stupid. We shouldn't talk any more about Lemmy Wings, but I think Lemmy Wings is hilarious. Yeah, it's a good episode. Uh, Alan, what's your number three? My number three is Baloo. Um, Baloo. Baloo on my (laughs) list! That was on my short list, bro. Baloo's awesome, man. Yeah, Baloo's great. Sloth Bear. Um... So, I mean, Baloo, not just in the Jungle Book, Bare Necessities, everybody knows it, but also Tailspin. I don't know if any of you watched Tailspin. Yes, sir, same, I did. I got down with some Tailspin, man. Yeah, it's great. It's honestly, it's great stuff. Um, I'm trying to, I had written down his name. I'm trying to find it. His full name on Tailspin is Baloo Von Bruinwald the 13th. Um, <laughs> and so... In in Tailspin, Baloo, if if you guys haven't seen it, um, Tailspin is Baloo is a pilot of a cargo plane, uh, essentially, and he's got his his crew, Kit Cloud Kicker. He's got uh, Launchpad McQuack. Um, I mean, it's it's a uh, he's got the Mesa Launchpad McQuack. <laughs> Launch, Launchpad McQuack. That is a real thing. It is it is true. Also, Launchpad McQuack in Darkwing Duck. Uh, another another big favorite of mine, but Baloo, great sloth bear, number three. 
The Jungle Book is like one of those like super underrated Disney movies, and like you really glossed over like yeah, all right, Baloo, like the Jungle Book and shit. But like uh, when when I was think what I, when I was thinking of Baloo, I, I really didn't like think about Tailspin. Uh, I, I I was really just like yo, the Jungle Book is a great movie, and Baloo is by far the best character in that movie. And uh, that guy's been in a bunch of Disney stuff, like doing voices uh, for them. Um, but like yeah, I, I I almost put Baloo on my list just because I mean like big old bear, real friendly. Looks out for his friends, mm-hmm. little britches. Alan, did you uh, did any, did any? But sorry, did anyone see the uh, jungle, the live action Jungle Book remake they made uh, just a couple of years ago? I did. Uh, it, I, I actually liked it. Yeah, dude, it was really good. Bill Murray w- was Baloo, or he did the voice. Uh, I thought, yeah, I thought it was really good. I did not better see than it. the Lion King. Um, oh yeah, I didn't see that either. Yeah, I have a, I have no idea about the Jungle Book. I haven't. I saw it when I was a kid. Didn't think it was special. Never watched it or thought about it again. Did you ever read the book? Rudyard Kipling, dude. It's 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 a weird. It's weird. It's like an old school children's book where it's like violent and like trying to teach lessons through like violence you, and shame. But it's it, it's a cool Tales little read. Spin? I did. No, it was us and Dave. No, he did. No, never heard of it. He has never uh, heard of it. So, all right. Well, we can uh, move into Bloodbaths number three. My number three is Klaus the fish from American Dad. <laughs> That's very <laughs> funny, dude. Yeah, yeah he's funny. very um, funny. So, uh, first point I want to make is just simply... Like, yeah, Klaus is really funny. He's, you know, I was trying to think of animals and like he just automatically popped in my head. Um, He's got great just kind of like little like one liners. He's definitely that that universe's Meg, although like he has like good jokes and like not more, but it's 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 a lot Um, better than people give it credit for, for sure. It's way better than people give it credit for. Like I I remember probably about seven or eight years ago. um. American Dad was on Netflix or something like that. Like, I have not laughed as hard as I've laughed at, like, seasons, like, five through, like, ten of... That show is so funny. Like, I, like... Oh, my God, dude. I laughed so hard. Super underrated. Like, anyone who, like, hasn't ever, like, gotten into that. Uh, Alan, have you ever watched American Dad? Or do you have thoughts on Klaus? Um, I... I don't have too many thoughts about Klaus or American Dad. Um, I didn't... I American Dad is kind of hit or miss for me. Same with Family Guy. Um, they're kind of uh, part and parcel, I think. Uh, they're essentially the same show, except instead of an alien, they have a dog, and instead of a baby, they have a goldfish. And um, <laughs> but I, you know, they it's funny. It's there. There are some funny parts, and and the goldfish is very funny. So that's fair. I, the only thing I will say is like. Uh, again, I think if you would like watch a handful of episodes like mid season, like mid series, like the humor, like that the humor is like way different. Like I don't know, that's what I thought too. But like it's a way different show. There's like they're doing some weird things, in that show. but that's all I'm gonna say about it. Maybe like when it first started, it it felt to me like it was too much like Family Guy. Um, but I'm sure that as because that was like a long ass time ago, it first started. I'm sure that like later in its run, it it's like evolved into more of its own thing. Uh, yeah. Clearly, they're doing something that 
people really like because it has been on for so long. It just didn't really, it never really hit the hit the spot for me. Eh, fair enough. All right, let's move into number twos. And my number two is... Let me find my list. Oh, my number two is Squidward from Spongebob. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> Hell my yeah. Squidward. Um, Squidward is like, is a classic, like maybe the classic, like when you watch SpongeBob when you're a kid, you're like, Squidward's a fucking dick. And then when you watch it as an <laughs> oh, you watch it as bitch. an adult, you're like, I am Squidward. Yeah. I am oh, Squidward. All, all he wants is some peace and quiet. Yeah, and dude, he just wants to relax and, and play his clarinet. Yeah. And just and his he lives fucking, next door to like and his yeah. goddamn neighbors just won't give him a second of peace. Like this poor dude. <laughs> He's like 45 and he works at like, he works part time at like a fast food joint. And all he wants to do is just chill on his day off. <laughs> yeah. But his neighbors are too busy like bringing the apocalypse or whatever. The yeah, yeah. Building a bomb or yeah. like throwing a parade. Yeah, man. Like it's just, it's, it's such a good, like that is, it's one of the hallmarks of a good children's show is that an adult can watch it too. And enjoy it for different reasons than the kids can enjoy it. Um, like I, when I taught at elementary school, I used to show SpongeBob cartoons um, as like a, um, you know, like um, like English practice basically because they're ESL kids, um, and plus they fucking love SpongeBob. Of course, who doesn't love SpongeBob when you're in elementary school? And I was like, I, I was watching it, and I was like, holy shit, like. I've had several of the same thoughts that Squidward's having. Like I've had several of those same thoughts like this week, like shit, <laughs> like reevaluate things. So yeah, Squidward is, uh, is my number two great character. SpongeBob is also like, it, it was like one of those shows that came out on Nickelodeon, like right as we were the age to like stop watching Nickelodeon. Like I think it right. came out, we were like, 13 or 12 or something like that and uh so i didn't watch it when it came out but like you know i i, I know people who are like obsessed with this show and uh I, I i watched uh like a good amount of it it's like it's like a fucking really really good cartoon man like it's it's very funny it's pretty fucked up it has spawned a generation of outstanding meme formats Dude, you know yeah. what i'm saying yeah like just all over the map like every one of them is very 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 funny to me um and uh yeah, no, Squidward, you hit it right on the head, man. Like it's it, like a, a benchmark of a like a good cartoon is being able to like be enjoyed by different audiences, and it's very surprising that as a thirty-three-year-old man, I could enjoy SpongeBob as much as I do. Uh, but it's awesome, and Squidward is so so funny in that show. Bloodbath, Alan, you got any thoughts about Squidward or SpongeBob? I don't have I don't have too many thoughts about SpongeBob. I I haven't watched a lot of SpongeBob. Um but what I have watched is you know, I mean Squidward's a funny guy. Like yeah. I said he's kind of a he's kind of a dick, but you know, funny guy. He's he I'd is, probably uh, act the same way if my neighbors Exactly. Were, yeah. You know, the people that are neighbors with his neighbors and shit like that, you would 100% be as annoyed as Squidward is oh yeah oh yeah i mean i don't like my neighbors right now so i can only imagine my uh i froze for a second uh so i didn't hear everything um only, only thing i was gonna say about spongebob uh shout out to uh 
shout out to the SpongeBob memes. Uh, those are awesome. I love the one that's uh, um, every Radiohead album has told by SpongeBob memes. I think it's really funny. Um, yeah, dude, Squidward, Squidward's an awesome pick. Um, he's probably my favorite uh, character on that show. Um, I never was into SpongeBob. Uh, Jamie is a massive, like, diehard to this day SpongeBob fan. Like, she loves it so much. Um, and I've definitely come around on, like, that show is very funny. I definitely feel silly for not getting into it like I, like everybody else did. But, man, I it's still, like, I think it's great, but it's still hit or miss, man. I can watch, like, one episode here and there, but, like, that's it. I can't watch, like, two or three in a row. I can't watch it for, like, an extended period of time. It just, I don't know, man. It's just real hit or miss for me. Has Jamie introduced it to Autumn yet? Yeah, we have. We, um... Probably, I don't know, probably a couple months ago, uh, we got uh, uh, Paramount Plus, so all the Nickelodeon shows are on there. Um, I mean, she, I don't know, she's, yeah, she has a, doesn't really pay attention to it yet, but uh, yeah, she's she's excited for when she hits that right age where she'll like watch it for a second or two. So, yeah, cool. All right, well, we can move to uh, Aaron's number two. All right, my number two is Fievel Mouskowitz uh, from ah. An American Tale and from Fievel Goes West. Uh, these are two movies that I know a lot of people haven't seen before, um, but I was introduced to them at a very young age, and I watched them as much as I watched any other like animated Disney movie. So, uh, basic concept, Fievel uh, lives in Russia. He is a part of this uh, Russian-Jewish mouse family. Uh, and they decide to make the journey to America, uh, basically in the middle of, I don't remember what war it was, but whatever. The Mouse Holocaust? It, it was the it, Russian it was like, Revolution. It, they it was were, like the Russian, run, yeah, right. They were run out of Russia yeah. By, yeah, by the, the by the Cossacks. Yep. But they so, call hey, them the cat sack. The cat six. Yeah, right. Okay. So <laughs> that's, no, that's a very funny point. Like this, these movies are legit brilliant animated films right uh community even shouts out uh in american tale in one of their episodes when they sing the somewhere out there episode when like troy and abed have to take care of that like mouse in that like science class they do that somewhere out there which is one of the best songs ever written for a movie uh but the reason i like fievel there there's there there are two things one uh, at the very beginning of the movie his father gives him a hat uh, as a Hanukkah present, um, and it's way too big for him. And his mother tells him at the very beginning, oh, it's all right, you'll, you'll, you'll grow into it, you know, when you grow up. Uh, and the movie is about Fievel being separated from his family uh, and living in this rough and tumble, you know, early 40s uh, New York City. Uh, and at the very end of the movie, he thought he lost his hat, but he founds it when he puts it on, it fits. And like that, that always was like really cool to me. Uh, but Fievel is, he, he's, he's adorable. Uh, he's curious. Uh, he's very smart. He's noble. He's brave. Uh, he is a lot of things that you don't really get from a, uh, a character that is supposed to be portrayed as like a child. Um, both of these movies are very good. Uh, and I just, though the, they, they meant so much to me, uh, as a kid and five will remind me a lot of myself. Uh, so <laughs> my number two, uh, Fievel Mouskowitz. He's smart. He's noble. He's brave. He's everything that I am not. He's everything I wanted to be. <laughs> but but I was cute, and I did get Hanukkah presents. No, I didn't. <laughs> I I love American Tale. I love Five. Yeah. Mouskowitz. 
yeah he was he's on my honorable mention list i told you i had five of them he was one of the ones that i was considering like up in the up in the two three range um yeah no it's great crazy eyes man I liked Five Old yeah, dude. a little bit more yeah, than I liked. I did um, too. The I did too. American Tale. I I, I did but... too, man. Yeah, Wyatt Burr, Wiley Burp. Yeah, man, Wiley great Burp. movie. Yeah, yeah, it's really it's really a good one. Aaron, you said that you didn't think a lot of people have seen this, but once we get to our listener responses, I think you'll oh, see man, that, that would uh, make me... there's oh, more my than God. you think. It came out in that like really golden era of like Disney movies. Was too, that a you know Disney what I mean? Product? And kind of got. It, it was not no, um, but it, it, it was came made. Out that... It was made by uh, Don Bluth, uh, who also did like <laughs> Land Before Time. And uh, after those movies did what they did, he went off and made a company called Pixar. So yeah, hell yeah, very cool. So it so I do think it's actually part of. Uh, yeah, so I actually think it is. So now I think it is Disney because Disney owns Pixar. So. And well, I, I mean, that's a very roundabout way of saying that it's, it's a Disney movie. It's but universal. Like, yeah. Oh, universal yeah. is the uh, is is the distributor right now. That's yeah. That's very cool. If people like know that, like I said, it's no, nothing I've really ever talked uh, with people about, like Fievel. But like, I watched An American Tale five thousand times when I was a little kid. Like I had that and Fievel Goes West on VHS and. You know, just, you know, yeah. Disney was kind of like the big thing. But yeah, no, he's just a great little main character, man. Five. Cool. Yeah, I've never Did seen you, uh... never seen any of those movies, but I definitely like remember them. I remember them being around. Did you um? did you guys watch The Great Mouse Detective? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Did you see that, see that yep. one? Oh, okay. yeah. That's, so that's kind of how I felt about the Great Mouse Detective. Like I liked the Great Mouse Detective a lot when I was younger, but that's one that I don't ever hear anyone talk about. I feel like it comes up when people talk about Disney movies, and then they go, "But you know the one that no one ever talks about is the Great Mouse Detective." That's the one that yeah. is like in that zone. I think. <laughs> Fair. Enough. I agree. And like I, I remember. Uh, I was little and I remember watching the great mouse detective and like, I loved it. And like, I was, it was so, I was, we were so, I was so young. It was like, I, I don't know. I, I must've like, just never thought to ask for it for Christmas or my birthday or anything like that. So like anytime, like a cousin or somebody came over that had that movie, I was like, please bring great mouse detective so I can watch it again. <laughs> please bring the great mouse detective. I would not like to spend time with you cousin, but make sure you bring the great <laughs> mouse detective to my high school graduation party. So I can properly <laughs> ignore you. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's uh, let's get Alan's number two. Uh, my number two, we've already talked about. It's Scooby Doo. Okay. Um, Scooby Doo's oh, great. Zoinks. He, you know, yeah, Zoinks. He runs. He, you know, he is just like his owner. It's funny. You know, they both just run away from everything and eat a bunch of food and. They can be coaxed with like a, they're both him. He and Shaggy are so funny together because like they're they're like two dogs, right? Yeah, you know? <laughs> yeah. You know, like they essentially share all those all those traits. Like they can be trained and coaxed with you know a Scooby snack to do a whatever treat. you want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, I mean they're they're easy. Um, but yeah, Scooby Doo is a lot of fun. And they did all those different variations of Scooby-Doo that, that Bloodbath had mentioned earlier, and I liked them all. They were great. So, 
That was giving uh, me my question like if there is one that you if there was one that you liked more than the others like, or one that you I tended to like the original ones. Um Yeah. The the original Scooby Doo's. Um but the so the thing about the thing about Scooby Doo that I remember is at least it went through this progression. The original Scooby Doo's went through this progression where, you know, initially it was just the uh the Scooby Doo gang in the mystery machine doing their thing with these random um random places but then they started getting guest stars um those you know those were also funny as far as i'm concerned um you know uh casey Kasem. <laughs> yeah casey Kasem. dick van dyke was on there the monkeys uh, plus so scooby-doo has a prehensile tail you know i mean that's pretty cool <laughs> not not a normal thing for a dog yeah um, explain what that is to the audience and not me <laughs> um, a, a prehensile tail is a tail that uh, like a monkey would use to uh, grasp a branch. Yeah, that's pretty informative like a, for the audience a, and not me. A possum, a possum has a prehensile <laughs> tail as well. Um, the audience so, and not me learned something tonight. <laughs> Ray, I'm so glad. Um, happy, happy for the audience and not Aaron. Yeah, also, don't be happy for like me. Balance. I knew it. Scooby Doo's There's balance, a Scooby Doo. Really excellent. Sorry, go on. There's a Scooby Doo series in the late 70s or early 80s. 13 Ghosts of Scooby Doo. And that one, the ghosts were real. Um, and you had uh, Vincent Price. Like, was there, like, was, like, one of the main characters, too. He <laughs> yes. He had, like, he special won. powers and stuff like that. Yeah. yeah. I do. I remember that. He did, and, yeah. And now that we're now that we're bringing it up, Alan, I think I think I wanted to like get high and watch Scooby Doo with you because like I thought I don't know I was into like the old animation. I think that was what was what our reasoning was. Um, okay, I was gonna I say know, I like I don't I do not think that there is any secret message in Scooby Doo. I mean, if there no. is a secret <laughs> message, it's smoke weed, eat sandwiches. I yeah. mean, agreed. Know. Yeah, no, I Which think I was just like nerding. I think I was like going through a phase. I think I was going through a phase where it's like nerding out about like animation. I was like, I thought that like the animation, the original animation was like weird or something like that. I don't. Sorry, I digress. You you continue. That's okay. I was just uh, I I just like Scooby Doo a lot. He's a funny character. Um, yeah, yeah. All right, Scooby Doo. Bloodbath. Do your Scooby Doo impression. Zoinks. That Bro. was per Zoink. perfect. Zoinks. Uh, Zoinks you in the ass, Ab Aaron. Yeah, abso raggy. Absolutely perfect, Bloodbath. No notes. All right. Uh, <laughs> Bloodbath, what's your number two? All right. My number two is everybody paying attention. Aaron, you listening? Yeah. Yeah, I'm listening, dude. <laughs> uh, my number two is Rocco from Rocco's Modern Life. Hell yeah. Rocco is Hell yeah. a what? Rocco is a wallaby, which I am told is not a fictional uh, fictional animal. It is real. <laughs> um, also, That's like, true. I, I'm using it a little bit just to, like, talk about Rocco on this podcast, which, again, that's, you know, maybe another topic down the road. Um, uh, so, like, in, in the Rocco universe, like, um, obviously they're anthropomorphic animals. Rocco's a wallaby. Heifer's a cow. Uh, or a steer. Uh, Philbert's a turtle. Uh, the big heads are frogs. And then, like, 
most of the other characters, like, if you go back and watch the show, like, most of the rest of the characters on that show aren't, like, really animals at all. Like, they're just, like, weird, like, little, like, they're just weird creatures or care. Like, they, they never really, like, They're like explain. lizard humans. It's very strange. Some are, some are, some look like weaselly kind of, like, creatures or, like, you know, kind of, like, Dr. Yes. Seuss-like characters or whatever. Um, and then, like, dogs are always dogs. Like, there's no do- anthropomorphic dog people. Uh, there's cats. There are anthropomorphic cat people in this universe, but like dogs are always just like subservient dog creatures to human humans. I find that Rocco's I, dog I is a good dog. Interesting. Yeah, Spunky's great. Spunky. Spunky was on my um, short list of honorable mentions. Yeah, yeah, I love that show, man. Um, Ro- yeah, Rocco's like probably one of my all-time favorite like animated shows from when I was a kid. Um, I I watch Rocco every day currently. Uh, I'm getting I'm halfway through the third season. Um, I love that show. I think it's funny. Um, I think there's like tons of like subversive humor and like subtle like jokes that just went way over my head when I was a kid. Um, but yeah, like Rocco's a great show and Rocco's a wallaby, so he's an animal, so it counts. Thank you. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Go ahead. That would be a great topic for like a later episode. Would be like top three kids shows that are good when you're an adult too. And Rocco's yeah. Modern Life would for sure be on that list. That's actually a great idea for a top three. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, I was watching somebody did a video on Rocco about like how there's a lot of uh, references to like homosexuality and and uh, things like that. And um, anyway, they were interviewing the creator of the show, and like he like did not want to make a cartoon show at all. Like, he got roped into it for, like, whatever reason. They don't really even explain. So, like, the entire time, like, he, um, like, hated, he, like, loved the characters and, like, making, he liked the story, but, like, he hated the idea of, like, making a cartoon. And, like, there's all these, like, subtle things that they were doing to, like, not really get in trouble, but, like, just, there was a lot of, like, fuck yous to, like, Nickelodeon in that show that I think it's really interesting to go back and watch knowing that they're, you know, trying to, like, kind of intentionally, like, give, you know, the middle finger to the idea of being a cartoon. It's, uh, I don't know, it's neat. It's a neat show. Yeah, there's a lot of things in that show that make me kind of surprised that, like, I was, like, I watched Rocco's Modern Life all the time when I was a kid, but, like, my parents would never let me watch The Simpsons for some reason, but, like, Rocco's Modern Life was fine, and I think there's just as much, like, dirty or adult shit in Rocco's Modern Life Correct. than there is in The Simpsons if not more like the Simpsons are at least like more open about it and like, kind of like teach a lesson. You know what I'm saying? Whereas Rocco's modern life is just over the top in your face with it's like unbridled like sexuality and like, yeah, it's like Rocco's modern life is the most nineties fucking thing in the entire world. And what was really cool is Nickelodeon did used to be on kind of that level where like they were putting out stuff, uh, that, was was kind of inappropriate you know what i mean uh and rocco's modern life was like you know one of those ones that like my mom let me watch it but like she would watch episodes with me and she'd be like oh my kid's gonna be a serial killer for sure (laughs) and then he was and then i got out alan did you watch did you did you watch that yeah i liked rocco's modern life um i i don't know that i watched it a ton I don't know. I don't know that I watched it a ton. I watched Alan's uh, only seen Scooby Doo, and that's it. 
Scooby-Doo yeah. and well, Bond movies. Like, I guess Hey Arnold <laughs> came out like right when Rocco's Modern Life was ending. Um, yep. Yep. You know, and that's that's kind of when I really started watching. Uh, I think when I started being allowed to watch more television was was right at that that period of time, like the mid '90s. In the early '90s, I I didn't watch a ton of television. I, you know, we had movies and stuff, but yeah. So. I, I get that. Yeah. Cool. But Rocco's Modern Life was fun. I've never gone back and watched it. It's a good show to go back to. Like, yeah. 100%. Is it, a, is it available yeah. streaming? Yeah. Uh, if you get Paramount Plus, you can watch all the Nickelodeon shows. All the MTV shows. Paramount all the Plus? Center. What the fuck? Paramount Plus? What is going yep. on here? What is <laughs> happening to us as a species? Paramount Plus? We have cable again. That's what it is. It's just the can, new cable. Dude, can we uh, mute uh, if you uh, get just mute God, dude, please, uh, dude, if you get Paramount I'm Plus, sorry. you can watch. Uh, Paramount Plus has Comedy Central. You can watch every Comedy Central uh, special um, from like 1990, like forward. Like there's hours and Kilo hours Monster. of like every. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I would that would be worth it just to watch that old Pablo Francisco special again because it's not yeah, on you're right. it's on there. Paramount Plus sounds great. It's not I love yeah. it now. <laughs> uh all right. Let's move to <laughs> number ones. Um before all right. we get to number one. Before we'll we get to these number sponsor. one picks, let's hear from our sponsor. Hey everybody, before we do our number one picks, we'd like to talk to you about that magical drink, the one that makes this podcast possible. That's right, we're talking about coffee. At a top three podcast, we are in way different time zones, and we record super late at night for for most of us actually, and coffee is what makes it all tick. We're proud to share with you one of our favorite local roasteries, Barbell Brew. Barbell Brew provides single-origin coffee beans that are air-roasted in small batches on location in Troy, Ohio, and they're available for shipping nationwide. Check them out at barbellbrew.com where you can find pre-ground or whole bean coffee in several different varieties, or sign up for their Coffee of the Month program for a curated caffeination experience. We also have an exclusive deal for our listeners. 20% off your first order using the promo code TOP3 at checkout. That's the promo code TOP3, that's the number three in there, at checkout, 20% off your first order. Barbell Brew also has a really cool program called Coffee for a Cause, where each month they donate a percent of their profits to a different charity. So follow them at Barbell Brew Coffee Roasters on Facebook and at Barbell Brew Coffee on Instagram, and check our episode description for links to those pages and their website so you can get your coffee on. Support local coffee roasters and taste the difference. All right, back to those number ones. And we're back, 
And we're going to go from uh, Bloodbath's number two, which was a Nickelodeon show, to my number one, which is a Nickelodeon show. And the cartoon animal that is my number one pick is Appa from Avatar The Last Airbender. Any of you guys watch Avatar? <laughs> no, but you keep no. telling me I should. Is that the big, like, bison thing? It's the sky bison. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that thing is very, like, okay, so I don't know anything Aaron, about it. Aaron, it's an anime. A little bit. I, I, it's yeah. not though. It, it's you know not. What I mean, it's it's so, an American anime. It doesn't have all yeah. like the 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 Japanese sensibilities that Aaron uh, has a yeah like a, a huge and, problem and with. Everybody who's like who I tell I don't like anime too is like okay, so like you should watch Avatar uh, because it's actually really really awesome. I just never have, but I I know Dave for a fact has told me to watch that show a hundred yeah. times. Avatar is uh, Avatar is really good. It's got like a really, really good storyline, but we're not talking about storylines here. We're talking about the animals. And so for those who haven't seen Avatar, uh, the, the main character, Aang, has his best bud, who is this fucking sky bison who can fly. And he's like super fluffy. It's like the like an ultimate like when you watch the show and you're like, I want one of those. I got to have a sky bison. <laughs> It's like a Snorlax, house. man. Yeah. They, he looks, they he like looks sleep like, on it and shit. I've seen bits and pieces. Yeah. He looks like a really chunky Falcor from the Neverending Story. You know, Correct. like a short, chunky Falcor. Yeah. Is so he's what you're working with. He's not like, I mean, he's, he's not like uh, Rocco or Squidward um, or some of the others that will come out, I think, later in my honorable mentions, too. Like, there's not a ton of, like, characterization with Appa. He's just a really fucking cool animal. He's super chill. Uh, like, they're they're always, like, taking naps on top of him. And every time I see that, I'm like, oh, that's so much more comfortable than my couch. Like, <laughs> so, yeah, it just, like, always stuck with me. It's one of the coolest animals uh, from a cartoon, the Sky Bison. The It is really cool. I guarantee you, Dave, right now, if you go on the internet, you'll find a couch-sized Appa. Like just writ is that op did I say that right? Yeah. Oppa? Nailed it. Uh I guarantee you you can find a couch sized, like giant one of those things to I'm sure, sleep on. Yeah. yeah. You're like, I'm... I also like having a wife. So yeah, I'll just... I was gonna say my uh, <laughs> I think I think Hua will think that that fits perfectly in with our interior uh decorating <laughs> in the house. Um yeah. Yeah, I mean, for anyone listening who haven't hasn't seen Avatar The Last Airbender, the TV show, not the movie. Um, it's on Netflix again, just recently came back to Netflix. It is excellent, excellent show that will like legit uh, make you cry. Uh, there's like legit like tense uh, moments in the show. Good storyline. Legend of Korra is also really good, but uh, the, uh, the Last Airbender is uh, a little bit better in my opinion. And Scott Appa, my number one. Nice. Nice. Yeah, I watched uh, I watched the last Airbender during law school. It was it was absolutely worth it. Yep. Good watch. I've 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 uh, I can't remember if I've ever talked to somebody who was like, yeah, I hated the last Airbender. It's just a quality quality show. I would be really surprised if someone just hated it. I mean, yeah, they if they were gonna hate it, they wouldn't have watched it in the first place. True. Yeah, so. and it it was on Nickelodeon, um, but it came like, it came after like Nickelodeon like left my consciousness. Like I was done watching shows on Nickelodeon. And I was, 
uh, right. like watching other stuff. And then like, I found out about it like years after it came out um, because people like talk about it so much and it, it lived up to the hype. It's a great show. Um, all right. Um, Aaron, what's your number one? All right. My number one is going to be Mushu the dragon from the movie Mulan. <laughs> um, so uh, just quick, quick preface, uh, when we decided not to include CGI characters, uh, I was going to pick Donkey from the movie Shrek. Uh, and oh, I, that's I, a great I, one. It, it's a great one. And uh, I totally forgot. Yeah, and it's it's it would have been my number one, but unfortunately, I was like, "Damn it, Eddie Murphy is so good in that movie." And then, as I was looking at Disney movies, I was like, "Wait, Eddie Murphy also plays an animated animal in Mulan." Um, so uh, basically, the reason I like Mushu more than any other animated character is one hundred percent because of Eddie Murphy. Like Eddie Murphy plays that role. <laughs> so well he's so out of place in this super serious like like 90 percent of the comedy in that movie goes through that character and he's just absolutely wonderful like there's that scene where like he brings uh her ancestors back to life and he's supposed to bring back the great stone dragon so that mulan can like take a real dragon with her to protect her in the army and he accidentally breaks the statue of the dragon so it can't come back to life so he picks up the dragon head and they're like great stone dragon uh are you going to help Mulan and it's just Eddie Murphy holding the head like yes it is I the great stone dragon <laughs> um just so many good one-liners you know he keeps like she has a horse and he keeps calling it a cow like throughout the movie which is also very very funny to me um <clears throat> and I know we're talking about the animals but Mulan is 100% my favorite Disney movie uh, ever made. And uh, it's a big part of that is because of how uh, hilarious it is. And Eddie Murphy is the current that flows that into the movie. So uh, Mushu, Mulan, my number one favorite animated animal. Nice. Mushu's great. He's on my list for honorable mentions. Dishonor on you, dishonor on your cow. I mean, Eddie, Eddie Murphy is so, so funny as an animal. Like, he, if we did a top three people that are great at playing animated animals, it would be number two, the guy who plays Baloo and all those characters, and number one would be Eddie Murphy by 10 football fields, dude. He, he, he kills I that part. Agree. Yeah. Yeah. He, he just, that's to me, like, I understand, like, the impact he has on comedy, like, as a whole on society, but. Those donkey and Mushu is what to me he was meant to do with his life. Like very, 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 very funny. Like to this day, very, very funny. Had I remembered Donkey as a character, I would have refused to like fought you guys for that CGI thing. Yep. It was hard, dude. It, it was that that was the that was what I wanted to say. And, that would have been but, my you know, number we put one it, by far. With, top three is a democracy. You know what I mean? We talk about things. We vote. Know. You know, I understand. I was very lucky that I had a backup Eddie Murphy character when you guys said like, oh, hey, by the way, you can uh, use like mythical animals. I was like, fuck yeah. I know exactly who I'm going to pick. You see in real life the problems with an uneducated democracy. <laughs> I mean, like, this is. <laughs> like, if I have a fourth say in anything, the system has failed. <laughs> it is broken. Yeah. I, officially I, uh, I just That's... I fail I fail to see how you guys don't see the distinction between cartoons and CGI. 
It is they're two I completely do. separate. I do. It's it's why we didn't fight about this. Of animation. Yeah. If you want to discuss types of animation. This isn't top three animated animals. It's top three cartoon animals. If we Alan said that. it best. Alan said it best. Like, if somebody's like, hey, what kind of movie is Shrek? The first thing they would say is like, oh, it's this cartoon about. They would not say it's a cartoon. They would say it's an know. animated movie. They would 100% guys, not say it's a cartoon. Guys, is it just me? Or do you guys think it's been way too long since Dave's been in America? Because this is some real shady shit he's saying over here, dude. <laughs> Like I, I don't understand. <laughs> I know any, that's why. I didn't anyone, find I, yeah, I do have to so be on thin, it, man. It's so so thin. It's a thin line. I do kind of agree with Dave because I think it's like the, the um, oh gosh, I had it right on the tip of my tongue. It's the um, no, you didn't. I, I guess that I guess not. I guess that he was thinking quirky... about teasers. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't we all, dude? Yeah. Hey, me too. It is just something about uh, the hand-drawn aspect. I, I agree. Like, a cartoon is different than an animated... Um, uh, animation, there's cartoons, and there's obviously, like, computer-animated stuff. And, like, I do think we're talking about the hand-drawn, like, classic kind of cartoon, like, style. Which, I, which I'm totally, totally cool with. Like, you know, yeah. I, I didn't fight it much. It was just... Uh, to me, I thought Donkey was, like, such a good character that like I had to at least be like, hey, like, can, can we talk about this for a second? You know what I mean? But I, I totally understand. Totally. Like, that being right. said, though, Aaron, uh, since you brought up Eddie Murphy, did you did you or anybody else ever watch the um, TV show he had on Fox for a while? That was animated. The PJs. Clay yeah, the PJs. The PJs. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that yeah. was really yeah. funny. Yeah, it was really funny. Yeah, for sure. All right. No good getting, off, uh, getting off track here. Let's uh, let's get back on the rails. Alan, what is your number one? Uh, my number one is Abu from Aladdin. Okay. Um, yeah, dude, um, absolutely, man. Yeah. You know, Abu's Abu's great. Aladdin is is one of my favorite Disney movies, if not my favorite Disney movie. Um, Abu is just obviously this little this little uh, monkey that runs around with Aladdin and and steals things and gets into trouble. Um, but you know, always comes through in the end for Aladdin. They even have matching hats and matching vests. Great. Um, gets turned into an elephant at one point, and he's he's cool with that too. So you know, he's a good dude. Um, yeah, no, uh, Abu Abu is just um, watching watching the watching like him interact with. Uh, the Magic Carpet and Aladdin and the Genie, and I also considered the Genie, but I didn't think you guys would let me say he was an animal. I I thought about it too. He's not like you know what I mean. Like not an animal. All right. Yeah, I, that's why I didn't choose him. Um, but yeah, uh, Abu, <laughs> top three genies, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, I could do that. No, uh, the here's what I'll say about Abu is like for a like. Like, for an animated character who didn't, like, talk, he made, like, a huge impact right. on the story. Like, he had, there was, like, the, you know, he had very humanistic qualities, like, greed. Like, he, he shared that same thing that uh, Aladdin had where, you know, he was the thing that touched the gem that made the Cave of Wonders start filling with lava. Like, you know, he was <laughs> one that was scooping up the coins during the fucking... You know, he friend like me song. Yeah, but he, you know, and he, then he, after the song, he takes off his hat and he's pissed because there's no coins in it. Like you know, he 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 does have a lot of like 
human qualities specifically like at, like if we would have done like movie sidekicks Ab abu would have been like you know something i would have talked about um but yeah no i i agree with you on my short list of honorable mentions he's very cool all right uh bloodbath what's your number one uh obviously it's bonkers uh bobcat right bonkers yeah so. totally nuts uh <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, my Damn, I was excited. My number three, does anyone remember the show uh, Duck Man? Yeah. It yeah, was... I do. It was on Comedy Central, wasn't it? Wasn't it? Uh, wasn't I it, think uh... it was on US, USA. But uh, it... Like it, was it Jason Alexander? Yep. Animated show from 94, where it ran for like four seasons, starring Jason Alexander as the titular Duck Man, a... Uh, a private detective who recently lost his wife and his uh, sister-in-law moves in to take care of his family and he hates everyone and everyone hates him and uh, it's a little bit of a rip on the Simpsons meets like uh, Married with Children uh, it's really funny it's extremely like raw and raunchy especially for like mid 90s Jason Alexander is really funny in it however he is not my pick my pick is his partner Corn-fed pig, played by <laughs> Gray. I re yeah, I remember that. That's so they call crazy. him corn-fed, played by Greg Berger. Uh, his like his voice is amazing. I love his voice so much. Like that's totally why like I picked him. He has such an amazing voice. Um, the the actor who uh, voiced him, Greg Berger, also did um, uh, Jack from uh, Final Fantasy X. Um, oh, he's been a bunch of the Final Fantasy games. Uh, <laughs> oh, Grimlock from the Greg Transformers. Are you gonna cry? Are you gonna cry now? You cry, baby. I thought you said um, Greg Gerger. No, I know who you're talking about. No. Uh, anyway, like Hornfed's really funny. He's uh, like the straight man to like Duckman's like you know wild character. Um, he kind of he uh, he's supposed to sort of be like a Joe Friday from Dragnet. Um, he's really funny. Like he's just ex like everything he says is super dry. Um, you know, he just has like amazing one-liners and, uh, he's just like, I don't know. He's a really, like, he has a really cool character design. He's a little pig wearing a suit and tie. Um, he's like a tiny pig. Like, he's not fat. I don't know. I just like him. Corn fed. Duckman's a super underrated show. Everyone should like go back and check that out. It's on YouTube. I do agree. That like falls into that like category of like the critic too, where it's just like one of these like really, really well done cartoons in like the mid nineties that no nobody ever talks about. Like I'm with Bubba. That was that was actually like a pretty funny show. And Jason Alexander yeah. is just great. Just yeah, dude, Jason Alexander is so good on that show. Just generally, I think he's awesome. So you, you know, if you like him, it's pretty much him playing the opposite of who he plays on Seinfeld, and it comes off very funny. Yeah, Duckman, like, kills people and gets laid, like, on the regular. <laughs> Just drinks and does me, drugs. Let me look up what this show is. I've never heard of this show. Yeah, he, he's like a little duck with, like, I, I think he has, like, glasses. Oh, yeah. And, like, a, and, like, a haircut. Yeah. I, I remember has, him clearly having human hair. hair. Yeah. yeah, human hair. Yeah. Real thing. Bloodbath is, like, first off, like, I'm just going to tell you guys right now, like, that show is not, like... I, I cannot believe Bloodbath picked a character for that show because that show I think lasted did it last like like one season or like maybe four two? Oh damn. All seasons. right. Never mind. Coolio, right, Coolio was on an episode. That was really funny. <laughs> he 
he's got three kids. Uh, one, uh, his name is Mambo, and like he's just like this big, like you know, dumb like kid. Um, and then he has like twins named Ajax, and like uh, <laughs> they're they're conjoined twins. <laughs> I don't know, and like they never, I don't know, they never reference it or make a point to why they decided to like have con- like the characters be conjoined, but they do. I don't know. It's funny. He's also obsessed with porn. Okay. Weren't well, we all when we were ducks? Uh, I mean, if they're going to have <laughs> conjoined twins on there, why? You don't need to mention why. They just are there. Yeah, I guess. Uh, Aesthetically. Interesting that I'm looking at the voice cast right now. Frank Zappa's son is in there. Yep. That's funny. <laughs> Tim Curry's on the show. Cool. Um, yeah, dude, it, yeah, like, definitely, like, Hidden Gem, for sure. I, th- if, like, anyone's a fan of, like, um, God, man, I even say, like, if you're a fan of stuff like Rick and Morty or, like, BoJack Horseman or, uh, South Park or, like, Beavis and Butthead, like, it all kind of, like, it's all, like, sort of in that realm. It's all, but, like, it's different, too. Like, I don't know, that's the thing. Like, it's definitely not, like, I don't know. Like, I think the best comparison is, like, a Married with Children. Okay, cool. Yeah. Let's uh, let's move into honorable mentions. And my honorable mention is as uh, one I'm kind of surprised we haven't heard the name yet. Um, so my honorable mention is Brian Griffin, um, who is just consistently oh. consistently funny. But what I like the most about Brian is that like he acts like a human most of the time, but he's very obviously still a dog and like does dog shit all the time too. And he, like, calls himself out on it, like, they're in the back of that, like, truck or whatever, and Brian's having trouble walking, and Peter's like, Brian, what the hell's wrong with you? He's like, I'm a dog, I don't do well, like, in moving cars. Yeah, stuff like that is is really brilliant, I love that. So, Brian Griffin's my honorable mention. Aaron, what's yours? Uh, my honorable mention is also Brian Griffin, and I'm also cool. pretty surprised nobody uh, said him. Uh, I'm just going to make this quick one. Like, Brian Griffin is an extension of Seth MacFarlane himself, who I, I think is, like, a, an absolute genius. And I think, like, Brian Griffin kind of reminds a lot of people of themselves. Uh, and just very quickly, so I can say this on the podcast, there's this episode where him and Stewie get caught in, like, a bank vault. And uh, they're they're just, like, laying there. They don't know what's going to happen. And Brian Griffin pulls out, like, a David Copperfield and, like, reads him, like, the first passage from it. And uh, it was, like, one of those things where I was like, that is that is very beautiful. And I went out and I bought David Copperfield and I read it and it was, it was very lame, but I, I just, I think that scene uh, with Brian specifically where he reads like the first part of David Copperfield to Stewie, that bank vaults, like probably to me, like a very, like the most meaningful scene in family guy. And like I said, Brian Griffin's he's, he's hilarious. So I'll stop. Super funny. Yeah. Um, That is the most Aaron angle story I've ever heard, by the way. Yes, sir. (laughs) And it was the word who wrote that. It was, uh, the guy who wrote, why can't anything? Was in, I don't care. It was bad. All right. Oh, Alan Charles Hicks. Dickens? It was Charles Dickens. Yeah, it was very bad. I just want to say, Brian <laughs> Griffin right. was going to be on my list, but like, uh, I don't know, like he, it's somebody else like, like knocked him out or whatever. I, I just, I want to say, like, I like how like they just like call out that like Brian Griffin's like just a douchebag. Like he's, he has, he's like, an alcoholic. Ter- he's a piece of shit. He's narcissistic. He is. He has every quality that reminds a human being of like their faults, and I think that's why a lot of people like him. Yeah, for sure. All right, Alan, what's your honorable mention? Uh, my honorable mention 
I, I mean, I it was going to be Fievel Mouskowitz, and below that, it was going to be Mushu. So I'm going to go with um, the combination of Timon and Pumbaa from The Lion King. Yep, <laughs> I also I, I was going to say Pumbaa, man, for sure. I I, yeah, I had that great. on my list. Yeah, you got to have both of them. And then I also had a couple garbage ones here. Scrappy Doo. Yeah, Terrible. garbage. Garbage. <laughs> Absol- absolute horseshit. Um, and I really, I didn't like Alvin and the Chipmunks. Um, so I'm putting yeah. them all, all of them on there. You know, I, I liked Alvin. I liked Alvin and the Chipmunks. I think, I that think figures. that, I think the show, <laughs> I think the show is terrible, but I think that the, the chipmunk like singing voice is very funny. Oh, yeah, I just I it, hate that that's what you take from it. That makes me so sad because, like, I watched the Alvin <laughs> and the Chipmunks Christmas special, like, all the time when I was a kid, even when it was like July. If you put, like, <laughs> if you take any, like, song that I know and you put it in the Chipmunks voice, it'll make me laugh. I guarantee it. I'm, I, thinking, I'm, like, I'm thinking of the Chipmunks singing, like, my hair out. I'm thinking of the chipmunks singing like with arms wide open right now, and it's really funny. <laughs> in my head. I, I was thinking they just like cover every. We- I was just thinking they cover every Weezer song. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Uh, Bath, what's your honorable mention? My honorable mention is a combination of Santa's Little Helper and Snowball Two from The Simpsons. Yep. Um, so I yeah good. Uh, I just, you know, obviously they don't talk or anything like that, but like I think like they just find a really good way to like use them as uh, visual gags. Um, the episode, like, there's the episodes where they're like, anytime you like cut to like uh, Santa's little helper or Snowball too, and they're like rolling their eyes or looking at each other funny. Like I don't know, like it's such a good like visual gag. <laughs> Their designs like really just like I don't know, just a nice like pop of like just silliness. I I don't know, they're funny. Yeah. They're great. It was one one of the first ones I thought of, like cartoon dogs or cartoon animals. I was like, oh, the, you know, the Simpsons pets. They're uh, they're pretty classic cartoon animals. Good call. Um, Aaron, all right, let's... Oh, oh, I was just going to say, I think Itchy and Scratchy were really cool. I'm surprised you didn't say them before uh, Snowball one and Sans Little Helper, but very cool either way. Dude, I, I've never liked any of the Itchy and Scratchy segments on The Simpsons. I don't know why. I just think they're, I don't know, they just don't do anything for me. I also don't Say, know why. Coming from the guy who likes hitting people in the head with a hammer, I don't know. <laughs> um, it's kind of surprising to me that you love Ren and Stimpy as much as you do, but hate Itchy and Scratchy. I mean, I don't hate Itchy and Scratchy, I just think it's like, I don't know. It's whatever. I or like it love doesn't do anything for you. Fair enough. Yeah. All right. Let's get into our listener responses. Uh, first up is Christopher. Number three is Abu from Aladdin. Number two is Fievel. There you go, Aaron. Fievel from uh, An American Tale. And number one is Appa from The Last Airbender. Nice. All right. Next up, we have Gina. Her number three is Fievel from Fievel Goes West. Man, hell yeah. Uh, number two is pal from arthur and her number one is miko that raccoon from pocahontas gross uh. <laughs> no bloodbath shit on her bloodbath just has I a vendetta against gina do it he, he just does not like raccoons <laughs> <laughs> nah, yeah. i'm good 
Not a fan. Uh, next up is Matt, whose number three is Garfield. Number two is Scooby Doo, and number one is Bugs Bunny. Who I'm, I'm, you know, kind of shocked that no one has said it yet, but at the same time, not really. So yeah, can I can I can I throw out a hot take? Looney Tunes fucking sucks. I think Disagree. that that's. Yeah. I think that that's, that's pretty, uh, pretty broad. I think some Looney Tunes are really good, but I don't have any particularly a p- particular affinity for Bugs Bunny. That is highly predictable, Aaron. Yeah, so, it's I mean, very on brand. About all I have to say for that. That's also to me. That's like saying that like Robin Hood sucks has like just a general like almost like. Public dude, domain bad. character. Shut I mean, the wait, no, 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 hold up. No, sh- no, 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 dude, stop. No, seriously. No, I, ha- I have a real point. That's literally like saying Robin Hood sucks because, like, at this point in time, like, the Looney Tunes are so old that they're, even though they aren't in the public domain, like, they're so ubiquitous. It's like there's nine, there's like 19 or 20 different eras of like all the Looney Tunes characters. So, like, to say that, like, they just suck, it's like weird. Like, there's, I don't know, like, there's just so many different era. Like, yeah, if you go back and watch, like, A Bugs Bunny from, like, the 1920s, like, it probably does suck, but, like, then there's ones from, like, the 60s that are, like, kind of funny. So, I'm just saying, it's, like, I don't know, it's it's just really broad. Aaron has all the precision of Napalm. He does this every time we talk about anything. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, like... Just shit that targets bloodbath. It, like, listen, I'm 100% right, but if I thought Bloodbath was going to talk for two minutes, I promise you, I wouldn't have said shit. I would have shut up. That, that, oh, okay. That, right. that's, that's, that's on Aaron, and I'm sorry. That's, that's fair. Uh, Everybody gets one. Uh, Chris, whose number uh, three is Scooby-Doo. Number two is Wiley Coyote. Good, uh, good pick. And number one is Patrick Starr. Yeah, Patrick's Patrick's really funny. Chris told me that uh, yeah. the reason he picked Patrick is he wished he could just like live his life the way Patrick does, which is a it's a good call. Patrick doesn't have a single care in the world. It's very true. Uh, next up is Mo, whose number three is Roger Rabbit. Number two is Winnie the Pooh, and number one is the the horny wolf from the Tex Avery cartoons. Yeah, um, he wore a tuxedo and he did the heartbeat out of his chest thing and whistled yeah, at women. It's, it's it that one, yeah. Very problematic. That's funny. If you're if you're having trouble picturing it, just Google Tex Avery wolf and you'll immediately know what we're talking about. <laughs> All right. Next up, we have Ariel. Uh, her number three is Courage the Cowardly Dog, which I'm surprised took so long to come up. Uh, her number two is Daggett. I think that's from Angry Beavers. And her number one is Cat Dog. Ooh, those are some uh, some old Blast from the Past cartoons. I haven't thought about the yeah. Angry Beavers in a long time. I'm Courage surprised the Alan Dog didn't pick brilliant. Yeah, Alan was all about the Angry Beavers. Mm-hmm. I considered the Angry Beavers. Um, you know, I did. I did honestly did not even remember that one of their names was Daggett, but yeah, uh, yeah, because Daggett Norwood about Norbit mid mid nineties, yeah, Norbit and Daggett. You're right, you're right. That is right. Um, mid nineties though, so that was kind of my jam as far as cartoon goes. But anyway, next up is Striden. Uh, number three 
he's chosen Scooby-Doo. Number two, Rocco. And number one, Ren from Ren and Stimpy. Mm-hmm. All right. Thrax. Thrizzy picked Brian <laughs> Griffin at number three. Patrick Starr at number two. And number one, King Julian. And I'm not sure what that's from. Yeah. So I, 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 I had asked too. It's like the dancing meerkat king from Madagascar. Okay. So, right. <laughs> All so, right. there, so there you go. That's a deep cut from <laughs> deep cut from Thrax. Love my fucking boy. Uh next up is Jess. Her number three is Snoopy. Number two is Totoro, and number one is Appa. Good call. Totoro is a cool animal. Not sure what it is, but it's for sure an animal. Giant hamster thing. Yeah, very cool. Yeah. We next we have Nick, whose number three is Pepe Le Pew. Not a good look. Uh, number two <laughs> is Scooby Doo. Who man, even worse look. And his number one is Taz, the Tasmanian Devil. I didn't think about him. Taz is very very cool. Yeah, Taz. What, Taz is isn't Taz a isn't Taz a Looney Tune? Yep. There you yep. go, Aaron. Now nah, that they still <laughs> <Hot> suck. <take. laughs> yeah. I prefer this Dizzy is... Devil from Looney Tunes Jr. or whatever the fuck that was called. This is uh, uh tiny yet tunes. another yet another example of uh Aaron saying uh controversial shit without thinking about it beforehand. It was Tiny Tunes, just... Aaron, you bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I'd I'd just be saying shit. <laughs> uh all right, well, that does it for our listener responses. Thank everybody uh, who sent in their lists. If you want to participate in future episodes, be on the lookout on our social media pages. That's at a top three podcast on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We'll send out those calls for listener responses on Thursdays in the U.S., day before recording. So that does it for our episode. Thanks, everybody who's listened uh, to this point. Remember what we said about how you can get your friends to listen to the podcast. Uh, don't harm their family pets, but uh, feel free to leave cryptic uh, <laughs> messages. Yeah. Feel free to leave uh, post-it notes, like Zodiac codes, uh, whatever you want to do. Uh, <laughs> the spread the good word. Um, if, you haven't, <laughs> if you haven't already, uh, please take out a full-page ad in your local newspaper and uh, advertise a top three podcast for us. Um, also, give us a rating and review on uh, iTunes if you haven't uh, done that. I think that that's helpful. And I would also like to read reviews. Um, I'm still waiting for our first negative review. Haven't gotten one yet. <laughs> oh, it's coming. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say, dude, I'm Nap. just warming up, man. Like, I can be awful. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, yeah, again... Thanks, everybody uh, who's listened. Hope you enjoyed it. We'll see you next time. Bye. Bye, guys. That's going to do it for all of us here at a Top 3 Podcast. You stay classy. <laughs> <laughs>